You're listening to the Tech Life Today podcast featuring thoughtful stories and diverse personalities of the alumni, students, and staff of the Northern Alberta Institute of Technology. This is the place to learn and be entertained by people with a passion and a purpose, both inside and outside the classroom. The Tech Life Today podcast is an extension of Tech Life Today, Nate's online magazine. You can find more stories online by visiting techlifetoday.ca or by going to Tech Life Nate on Facebook and Twitter. I'm Liz Pittman. I'm a writer for techlifetoday.ca and the host of this podcast. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Today, we're talking about making your home more energy efficient with Nate grad Bill Lung. Bill is an alum from the Alternative Energy Technology Program and the owner of Innova LED, which specializes in LED lighting technologies for commercial spaces. We'll talk about small things you can do to conserve energy and save money. So thanks so much for joining me today, Bill. Very excited to have you on the Tech Life Today podcast. Thanks, Liz. So you started Innova LED back in 2016, and you've done lighting swaps on everything from your dentist's office to condos to Mm. restaurants. What are you finding is the common motivator with your clients? Is it sustainability? Is it cost saving? What are you finding with them? Uh, Well, I wish that I can say that their main motivator is uh, sustainability, but actually it's, it's always the bottom line, which is money. Sure. Uh, Even though I show them like, you know, the energy reports uh, showing payback and whatnot, um, it always comes down to just um, how much it's going to cost. Right. The sustainability is an added value. Exactly. It's it's an added value, uh, the cream on top of the cake, essentially. Um, But yeah, that's, that's what I find is just, it's that um, maybe it's because of the economy right now too. Mm -hmm. It's it's not as strong as it should be. Um, But on the other hand too, there, you know, I've have done a lot of buildings and um, people, they're, they're more uh, conscious of the environment for sure. Um, just because the time that we live in. So I feel like um, it's, it's a good industry to, to, to get into right now. Sure. So let's talk about that bottom line and the cash savings. Does an LED retrofit lead to immediate savings or is this more of a long-term payoff kind of thing? Uh, both, I guess. Okay. Uh, definitely. Um, it, it works immediately because uh, here's a simple example. If you have a light bulb that's always on at a building 24 hours a day, that's using 60 watts of energy uh, or of power, sorry. And if you swap that to a nine watt LED, uh, that's that's immediate savings. Right? Sure. So just uh, if you think on the bigger scale of a building, um, you know, lots of the common areas uh, for condos, and other buildings that they're always on 24-7. So um, on average, if you change the lights to LED, it, it'll, it's, it'll use roughly about half the amount of power. Sure. So it's... That would add up fairly quickly. It, it, very fast. What is one of the biggest projects you've done that's led to great the greatest savings for a client? Mm, I'd say we did a library in Spruce Grove. Okay. Uh, the... Yellowhead Regional Library. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the biggest one. Okay. Do you want to know the amount? Or? I'm interested in the savings. Yeah. Okay. So the total cost of that project was about about seventy thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and uh, I wish I had the numbers, but approximate savings was about fifteen thousand dollars a year. Wow. Uh, mainly because in the main area we retrofitted um, all of their 
four by two fixtures. And by that, I mean, it's a four foot fixture with two four foot fluorescent tubes Okay. Uh, that had those old magnetic ballast inside. I'm not sure if you've seen inside of those fixtures before. I haven't. But it's it's just basically like a big block of uh, metal that makes the lights work. Essentially, oh, okay. That, Great. That use up a lot of power. Okay. So we took those out and installed LEDs at like less than half the power. So, and they had, you know, 300 of these fixtures. Right. Plus the rest of the lights in the building. Sure. So that was our biggest project. 15K, that's impressive. Yeah. Wow. So what kind of costs are we looking at for bigger projects and retrofits for the home? In order to kind of get that process started, what's it going to cost? to? Um, just um, the supply and the labor, essentially. So we'd basically just approach a client or we get a call, and then we just go do an audit. Uh, essentially, we just would count all the existing lights that they wanted to to change, mm-hmm. plug those numbers into the Excel spreadsheet that we have for the energy report, and then just you know, gauge. Usually, we'll, I'll, I'll adjust how much we charge with uh, the payback uh, time. Because sure. if it's like too, if it's too long, it's not very enticing. Sometimes you can't really help that though, because it depends. Like each project is different. It really depends what it is. But uh, usually, our our quotes are usually around. Uh, to your payback or faster. Okay. Now, are there rebate programs to help offset costs for these kinds of projects? Uh, yes. Energy Efficiency Alberta is a relatively new program. It got introduced by the NDP government in its second or third year now, but they only offer just a small amount now, just on like wall lights for the outside and like screw in bulbs. For uh, homeowners, like if, if you live in a condo or it, if you own your own place, basically, and if you want free and a free assessment of the efficiency of your home, if you call Energy Efficiency Alberta, I just go to the, their website. I don't know their number, but uh, they'll send a, a guy to your place and like he'll essentially bring you uh, free LED bulbs. Just just a screw in bulb, so that's that's all they offer for free. Not like tubes or new fixers, sure. um, and they they also give you other things to make your house more efficient, like water aerators. They'll like block your your doors, like the, at the bottom of your doors, to like block the uh, airflow and stuff, yeah. and do other things to your house for for free. Well, those are great options. Yeah. So it's a good place to start. So uh, what are some tactics possibly beyond switching out bulbs that the average person can think about that would impact their energy efficiency? Uh, motion sensors, dimmers, um, just CFLs are better than incandescent. <laughs> what's, what's CFL? Compact fluorescent lights, like in the older buildings anyways, like those are probably fluorescent lights. Okay. So fairly simple things that you yeah. can pick away at to impact your overall f- carbon footprint, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So um, let's talk about maintenance after a retrofit. Okay. What do we need to stay on top of to ensure that ongoing efficiency? Af- after, so after you, after you do the retrofit to LED, um, there's not a lot of maintenance. Nice. Because, for instance, uh, if you take like an example of a four-foot fixture, if we retrofit that to work with uh, four-foot LED tubes, the the tubes uh, they're on average they're they're rated for fifty thousand hours of life. Whoa! Uh, which is um, a long compar- time. <laughs> yeah. So if it's if it's on for twenty-four hours a day, 
that's roughly 5.6 years right. of life. And if you, you know, like there's going to be the odd one or two that's defective in a batch of like a thousand or whatever. Like I've had this happen, but, but there's also a warranty. So, but in general, there's not too much maintenance, like um, older styled lamps, like CFLs, fluorescents, and, and incandescents, those require more maintenance because their life isn't as long. Mm -hmm. So you have to go up, up a ladder, change the light, or change the ballast that's inside. Okay. So there's virtually no more maintenance, so essentially. another check in the pro column of doing the LED thing. Yes, trust me. I've, I've tried, like, I've tried to give people, like, these are all the pros. And, like, they're <laughs> still like, nah, I'm going to wait. I'm going to, you know, it's, I'm going to keep my lights because the, the uh, what's it, the, uh, the initial cost to them is still not worth it in the long run, even though over the five years, they're actually going to retain the X amount that they'll save from changing the lights. It's hard to, it's a hard sell. Right. So you're saving time and money with, yeah. with a retrofit. Yeah. Like if you don't, like I've had, like I've had some clients that's kind of still in my radar that talked to me and I'm like, I did your quote like two years ago. If you would have did it two years ago, it probably would have paid for itself by now. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know, to me it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> makes sense to me too. Uh, so Bill, you recently returned from a big lighting fair in Hong Kong. I didn't know that those existed, but I'm not mm. in your industry. What are some of the big things happening in the industry right now? In the LED industry? Yeah. Um, okay. Well, Hong Kong or like just China in general, I guess. I think everyone knows that China produces a lot of things to sell to the world. For sure. And uh, in my industry, they make LEDs. There's a lot of factories over there, uh, especially in Shenzhen, which is one of the cities that, that I visited. Uh, I went to Shenzhen to visit uh, my supplier that I, I sometimes use for, uh, for projects. And uh, I also went to Hong Kong for a LED expo, and it was just packed like the entire building was full of booths of every single company from china it seemed like that that sold led uh, products or anything related like every type of led like strong or low wattage um wi-fi connected systems with lighting you, uh, you could dim uh, change the colors of bulbs in your house like through your phone um there's uh, there's these things starting to, to emerge now at like Home Depot and stuff. Right. But the industry is definitely evolving, right, with these new products on the market. Yeah. So is there anything specifically that you see on the horizon that you think is going to take over or be really, really big in LEDs? These are tough questions. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I think the whole thing with building automation is going to be huge. Like obviously, building automation doesn't just entail lights, but I just think that uh, how how like there's fixtures now that have that it's it's almost becoming standard now that if you buy a new LED fixture they'll have like built-in functions like dimming uh, motion and and timing so like um for instance in a hallway if there's no motion for like half an hour mm -hmm. it'll just self dim to like 20% uh things like like that like you know it's in a big building, it saves a ton of energy. Mm -hmm. I think that's just where the focus is is at right now because it's just it's more about the efficiency. That's mm -hmm. where, that's where you start. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much for sitting down and chatting with me today. You're welcome. Uh, there's so much to learn about LEDs. I feel like we kind of just scratched the surface, but this was really wonderful. Again, thanks for joining me on the Tech Life Today podcast. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. 
Thank you to Bill for being part of today's episode, and thank you for listening. In the show notes for this episode, you'll find related Tech Life Today stories, including the impact of snow on solar panels, how Nate is helping an Edmonton entrepreneur solve energy poverty, and how a student project turned into a career in alternative energy for one Nate grad. The Tech Life Today podcast is an extension of Nate's online magazine, Tech Life Today. You can find more stories online by visiting techlifetoday.ca or by going to Tech Life Nate on Facebook and Twitter. If you have feedback you'd like to share about the podcast, please email techlife at nate.ca. Thanks so much for listening. We can't wait to share more Nate stories with you.